The inbounds pass comes into Jordan. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win it! Third long range three. And it's good! At the buzzer! Damian Lillard! Are you kidding me? Myers gets it up to Leslie. What's he going to do? They got that for the first time in WNBA history. They do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way downtown. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! Three seconds at midcourt. Jenkins gives it to Jenkins for the championship. Welcome to Hoops and Scoops on WNYU 89.1 FM. Let's go. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to Hoops and Scoops. I forgot we're putting in the uh, the intro now in post production. So <laughs> yes, kinda, we're all fancy now. All yes, I was just sitting here, and then all of a sudden we're starting, and I was like, "Oh damn, okay." <laughs> yeah, that's post production work now. Woo. We're getting fancy. Are we gonna get an intern soon. <laughs> yeah, with all the extra money NYU has. Yeah. All right, so um, I do want to start with a little bit kind of of an NBA look, and then we'll get into college. Um, So just like a few minutes or so. Um, I do want to comment about the game last night in Philadelphia, (laughs) uh, where I think they said they were like the most expensive Sixers tickets that there's been. Uh, basically, I think, was, all these... I think it was regular season. Yeah. yeah. Basically, all these fans show up to just boo Ben Simmons. <laughs> who didn't even play. Yeah, who just sat on the bench. That's like Boston with Kyrie, though. Sure, but uh, Boston doesn't... It's not like railed by thirty points. That is true. Well, and it's like with Boston by like halfway through the second quarter. With Boston, (laughs) he like said he was gonna re-sign it. No, that's what I was like. It wasn't like he was. Is not a great shooter, but because of that, they all got mad at him, (laughs) and thus he wanted out. His own teammate got mad at him, and he wanted out. Like so, the the fact that they're all mad at him, it's like okay, because the guy couldn't shoot. The fact that they're all mad at him when he didn't play all year and still somehow netted you, like, one of the best facilitating guards available on the market, which is exactly what you need next to a guy like Joel Embiid, I just find it a bit asinine, but obviously last night's game was hilarious to watch. Yeah, I mean, they lost um, by 30 points. Yeah, Joel Embiid and James Harden both took 17 shots each and (laughs) made a combined eight of them. Uh, and how many free throws did Joel Embiid uh, he, flop his way into? He took 19 free throws, and I think 17 of those were before halftime. Because mm-hmm. I remember because he didn't play half the second half because well, they were losing minutes. so much. Yeah, he played 30 minutes. Uh, I think he played like 22 in the first half, and yeah. then just didn't play because they were getting destroyed. I remember like I was out and I was checking the score because I picked. Um, both Kyrie and um, Joel Embiid to score more than 22 points. <laughs> did which, they? Yeah. Or Ky- it Kyrie was, it did. Was like 21 and a half. And so Kyrie had 22, Embiid had 27. But I was checking, Good and bet. and like when I checked, um, Embiid had, had, he was like three for nine, but had like 22 points, and I was like, <laughs> what is going on? Here? 
<laughs> and then I saw that he had taken 17 free throws and a half. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm glad I'm not watching this. You, you know, Hey, at least you made your money back. Yeah, but you know it's a bad game whenever Paul Reed's getting minutes. <laughs> B-ball Paul, like... What I always think is interesting with guys like this that live at the free throw line, then you get to the playoffs, which they are yeah. a little <laughs> bit le- They do call things a little bit less. And just to me, you know, Harden, what? He shot like three of 17? Three of 17. Three of 17. I, think, I think that point about the free throw thing makes sense for Harden, but Embiid yeah. gets it mostly in the paint, like... He does intentionally hunt for them, but I don't see too many that are, like, egregious flopping. It's more so, like, he will bait defenders into contact instead of trying to go for the bucket. You Which, know, like, you can do if you're seven feet tall and you have the post skill set that he has. It's not fun to watch. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's horrendous basketball. But... Like, I, I feel like most of those calls are going to stay rather consistent. Like, I feel like, you know, for guys like him and Giannis, they still get the same amount, if not more, free throws in the playoffs because you have referees that will play into the star power motif. I hate that part. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one thing I do like that the refs did last night is I liked the fact that, you know, KD and Joel Embiid were jawing at each other and stuff. But, like, you know, it was them talking. You know, we don't know what they said completely, but, um, you know, it wasn't physical. Yeah. And because of that, they didn't call double text. They didn't do anything. Because if anything, I feel like that almost escalates things when they do that. Like, let the guys jaw at each other. Yeah, when the refs get involved, like, that's when, you know, other players start coming over trying to break your team up, like, whatever. And then, you know, that's when... You get a big crowd, and uh, things can get chaotic from there. Now, one thing that is interesting is we do have the potential, um, depending on how the rest of the season ends, for Philly and the Brooklyn to play in the playoffs. Yeah. Ooh. In the first round. Philly's number three right now. Brooklyn's number eight. So, but it also depends... You know, how KD and them are able to finish the season because, you know, they're really only actually 10 games back of the number one seed. That's what's wild about the East right now. Um, But then at the top, Philly is three games behind Milwaukee. So if Philly finishes the season at two and Brooklyn gets the seven seed. See. And that would be such a great first round. Yeah, it would be a great first round matchup, but yet again I'm just preying on the downfall of the Brooklyn Nets as much as humanely possible <laughs> for the sake of I just want the best possible first round draft pick. Like, I, I feel like it's it makes logical sense. Right, but they're I, not yeah. going to miss yeah. the playoffs. They're not going to miss the playoffs, but even the difference between like 15 and like 20 is, a lot. is substantial enough to get you a guy. Like, the Rockets drafted Elper and Shengun last year at 16. They could get another, like, stud European player who I really like because I watch the Euro League because it's that weird, especially, like, y- you have the same schedule that I do where we have a bunch of, like, morning classes and then a bunch of night classes because so many of our professors work during the day. Yeah. So then, like, there are a few hours in between where there's nothing to do. I don't want to do homework because <laughs> I just came out of a two-hour hour long class. So I'm sitting there like, what sports can I watch? 
European basketball. Nikola Jovic, Mega Begamax. What a guy. I want him on my basketball club. He's 18 years old. He's a six foot ten small forward. He can pass. He can shoot. He can create for himself. He can create for teammates. He's been able to run the pick and roll as the handler and the and the yeah. screen setter. Like really, the only question is defense. But when you have his athletic ability, I feel like you're gonna like you're 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 gonna get it up. Like he needs to bulk up and everything. Dude's 18. Like the Rockets aren't gonna be you know clamping teams <laughs> next year and so he's, right. yeah. he's yeah he's like the perfect guy to to kind of bring in and help spread the floor um yeah i mean there's it, it'll be interesting to see though but i just i guess because if they finish at 10 then that technically but then playoff finish doesn't matter yeah or does well, it well it does for the sake of if they make it to the playoffs, they will have the worst available regular season record pick, like without yeah. the lottery. So they'd have what? What is that? Fifteen, I think. Yeah. Just right. Cutoffs fourteen. So, like that—that's still like but you know, like that fringe lottery. Pick there's really no solid. way that when they finish higher than. Higher than like six. Yeah. In, I mean, they, and that would have to be them. I mean being incredible the rest of the season. Yeah. Which like, they only I, have all, Kyrie yeah. like half the game. Already the Nets have been a lot worse than people thought they were gonna be this year. I find that really interesting that like I, I saw I saw a chart from Kirk Goldsberry who I got to hear talk at the conference I went to and he phenomenal speaker. Absolutely. I'll I'll find I'll find the link and send it to you guys because he was talking about how biomechanics work in basketball. He talked a lot about Steph. I think you'd like it. Um, but it it was like the like preseason predictions on average, uh, versus like current production, and it's like you have like most teams are within like you know this range of like negative ten percent and ten percent of like what they were predicted before the season to be at, and then you have like all the way down at the bottom at like negative 20 percent you have the lakers and the nets and then all the way at the top at positive 20 percent you have the warriors and the suns so i i think uh, that's my alarm for our other show to make sure i'm not asleep um <laughs> i think that can just go to tell you like you know who's been who who going into the season was not respected as enough as a basketball club and, and who kind of got the benefit of the doubt from national writers that they probably shouldn't have. Well, I just think back to the whole tweet that LeBron, uh, he was mad that everyone was calling them old. <laughs> and then here we are. And then, um, and then the season, the under 21 Rockets go on a 10 0 run to start overtime against him. Wasn't it him. 11? It was 11. Uh, 11? I thought, it was no, still, yeah. No, I thought that, um, Either way. I thought they changed the shot from a three to a two. But oh, okay. Either that. way, um, you know, LeBron stunk that game up. He, he, he shot, I think, like six Yeah, why couldn't he have done that against the Warriors? He had, <laughs> he had like, um, he had a triple-double, so obviously the Russell Westbrook fans of things are like, oh, my God, it was a good game. I tweeted that he stunk it up. Some guy was like, yeah, he had a triple double. What are you talking about? I was like, he shot six for twenty-five from the field. <laughs> like, dude got 
Dude got dominated in the paint on one end by Alper and Shengun, and oh, then the... shit swatted on the other. <laughs> like, that that was good. That was, you know what? To I me was though, so hyped. The, I started screaming. The Eric mind. Gordon one. Oh my god! Eric Gordon had this guy looking the for other a way. Like I haven't had seen, him fully turn I, yeah, around. I haven't seen a crossover get somebody that bad since Kent Bazemore had to go in his notes app and tweet something about what happened when James Harden did it to him. <laughs> and like that's like Eric Gordon, like. Eric Gordon dribbles like a Republican. You know, like, this dude has no handles. Like, when he played basketball at Indiana. He's there to get you buckets, but he's going to... It he, reminds he's fundamentally me, sound. He's not hitting like a sham guy. Yeah, it reminds me of the... There was one in the playoffs that Steph had, like, uh, Rudy Gobert doing circles. Yeah. And it, it reminded me of that. Yeah. I just, like... The just And it was just... A pump fake, basically. Like yeah. a jab step. Yeah. Um, well, the, the thing was, what he did was he... It was in transition. Yeah, it was in transition. Yeah, he caught... He, he jab stepped and then dribbled like he was going to drive. But, like, he just, like, pounded the ball in into the ground and then brought his foot back. Like, he didn't move his plant foot the entire time, I don't think. And so LeBron thought he was going to drive because EG has a tendency to do that. And then, so he turns around to try and get, like, a chase down block or whatever. And then you just see Eric Gordon, like, get the ball. And he stares at him for a split second. He doesn't just shoot it immediately. And that's, like, you know, that's on LeBron. Like, that's dis- that's disrespectful if I've ever seen it. And I, so it's just, like, it, that entire game goes to show how how the Rockets are so much more fun to watch when Christian Wood isn't in the building. <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry, but the way Jalen Green and Alper and Shengun play together whenever they're both able to get 30 minutes a game plus together, Shengun had 21-15. Green I think, is getting better and better as a Yeah, like, he, he's gotten a lot more. He's shooting 60% from the mid-range uh, in the last month. Of the season. Yeah, there's um, a lot of rookies that have really come into their own. Yeah, I think this top five, like, of the rookie class is, like, legitimate stars. I don't know. The seven, there's, I think, top seven, even. Uh, I, I'm Kaminga. not... A, yeah, but I'm not as confident uh, on, on Jalen Suggs. He was five. Um, yeah, but, like... I don't know. I'm still not as confident. Who was six? Uh, Giddy? Josh Giddy. Yeah. Because that that was actually a pick the Rockets were thinking about trading up for to get Alper and Shengun. Hashtag inside information <laughs> from me meeting one of the Rockets front office members. Um, and yeah, I, yeah, I actually talked and the to Warriors them. were looking at Giddy. Yeah, I mean, I feel like here's the thing though. I like Kaminga, though. He yeah. has a really high ceiling. Yeah, Kaminga has a really high ceiling, and the Warriors don't need someone who is going to be, like, an immediate presence. I think that with the Moses Moody pick, they should have drafted someone who's a bit more following the timeline. Because right now, if you have, I don't know, not like a Chris Duarte, <laughs> but like a... I don't know, like a like a like a like a Herb Jones or someone like that. 
to come off the bench. Yeah, but I feel like, I mean, their bench will shorten, of course, as we get to the playoffs. Draymond comes yeah. back Monday. I, I'm not saying, like, the bench is, like, the, the, the worst hole. I'm saying more so, like, you could have had another good young guy. Yeah. Who, I don't know. The Moody's been playing line. really well. Yeah, but like he's not going to get those minutes. Yeah, though. like he's playing well. But they out don't of really need him to get those minutes. Yeah, like, but I'm saying like you could have had someone who will give you legitimate playoff minutes right now. Right, but I at the same time I feel like the top like eight that they'll have is a really good eight. Yeah, but also like, I feel, and then it I is... feel like the thing is like you know you've got. Clay, who's coming off two years of injuries, you've got Draymond, who's uh, like who who's who's had some problems this season. Steph always has that ankle thing that you know you never want to overwork him, otherwise he might end up missing a few games. And so I feel like having as much depth as possible to where you know even you could you could have like a, a good forward coming off the bench for like ten or fifteen. I mean, Kaminga might be able to give you. Well, that, they do have Otto Porter. Yeah, and then you know Port, they bubble Port, wrap Andre Godala until yeah. the playoffs. Porter defensively is kind of a liability, so I think yeah. like. And then, in, I don't know if he's going to get significant playoff minutes. I think it'll depend on matchup. But James Wiseman made his uh, debut in the G League last night, and he looked. He looked. Really he was good. good though too. And yeah, except he got yeah. his he got his shit swatted by <laughs> Nemes Kata. The, the 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 Portuguese oh, center yeah, yeah. on the uh, on the Kings, shout out who he play for. Um, there's actually a website for that, and I do it all the time when I'm bored. It's so fun. What do you do? You know the the game that um like, they do with like they, Chuck. They do, yeah, they do on TNT. Where yeah, it's like who he play for? Yeah, somebody did that, but it's like it just shows you the picture of the player. Oh. And you have to guess who it is. Oh, okay. Um, or, no, it shows you the picture of the player and, and his name, and you have to guess the team. Oh, okay. And, and it's it's so much fun. It, it's like... It's I might like, have to play that a little. Yeah, it's like, have you guys seen the new, like, Wordle clone for basketball? Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, I've it, seen that. Hodel. Like, like Jakobodal, it's his last name. <laughs> and it's like... You, oh, I gotta you, try yeah, that. Yeah, you guess a player, and it will tell you, like... They also have one called Loodle. <laughs> Oh God, no! Which one did that? Oh, <laughs> think. You're you know who told me right? about that one? One of our managers at work. Oh, I, I was expecting the other podcast. By the way, um, Anna thinks he's in love with you. Like I understand yeah, this is the she... wrong podcast, but like still. Um, yeah, I have thoughts I, on I, that podcast because I, ex- I don't know if I want my love life in the whole world. I explained to uh, <laughs> I explained to her everything and uh, yeah, uh, back to basketball. Um, yeah, I mean he did look good. Uh, I tuned in that game for a little while. I caught some of the highlights too on my timeline just because I was bored and they were playing like way out on the West Coast. There wasn't much else to do. <laughs> there were only two games going on. I didn't really want to watch like the entire thing of. Nuggets Warriors either. It was actually a really um, good game. Yeah, it was, but like it's just hard watching something when you don't have any dog in the fight, you know? You didn't yeah. bet on it? No. Um, oh. That game's way too close, and <laughs> the matchups are just yeah, true. You're bad. sticking with your Christian You know, one. to be honest, though, if Steph can play the way he did last night, then they become a real championship contender again. Yeah, except, yeah. Um, 
Except deferring to Jordan Poole at the end. <laughs> um, well, Jordan. Well, he was wide open yeah, twice. No, he, he was. He was because open. Steph was I, getting I'm just, doubled. I'm just messing with you. Um, he Jordan, Jordan great. Poole is a really good, really good guy to have. When he doesn't have to force it, he's yeah. great. Sometimes he'll take. I still don't like him for what he did at Michigan against U of H, but <laughs> that was a damn good shot, and I, <laughs> I, I gotta respect him for it. Um, speaking of six man, did you guys see the report that apparently the Heat offered Tyler Harrow $184 million over the next five years? Why? That is a lot. That's a, yeah, that's a lot for what he is. I understand he's a good, like, 21. But he's not worth $184 million. But $184 million? Oh my god. Like, that's a team that's already kind of strapped for cap as well. Because you have Kyle Lowry, you have Jimmy Butler, you have Bam Adebayo. Like, those are three guys who are making a decent amount of money. So, obviously, you have his bird rights. Um, he's going to be a restricted free agent, so he can match whatever contract. But, good gravy, that's a lot of money. Um, especially to have tied up for five years for a guy who at least right now is coming off the bench. I imagine if you give him that sort of cash, you're going to figure out a way to play him and Duncan at the same time. Oh, yeah, they're, st- they're also paying Duncan $20 million a year. Oh, my God. Actually, Duncan has been playing a lot better. He struggled at the beginning of yeah. the season. But you're, not, he's, no, like, he's not saying that. He's saying yeah. the amount of money that they're yeah, paying in addition like, you know, to now offering this to Tyler Hero. Contracts. I'm just saying that is a lot of money to have tied up. I don't disagree, um, but at the same time, I don't know. I feel like you don't want to lose a guy like that who has that kind of upside. You Plus, I didn't even see that report. But oh, you can... If you can match contracts, then why offer it now? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the thing, is you're able to match... Yeah. It's a Jake Fisher. Oh, okay. So, like, a legitimate report. Um, I feel like we would have seen more of that, though. I guess. Well, it's, like, early stages, because it's, like, rival executive saying that's the the deal he's going to get. Because, yeah, I mean, if you can match it, like, obviously, Tyler wants to stay in in Miami, considering he's already got a song named after him. And, like... <laughs> he fits the Miami culture. Yeah, like, I feel like he's either want to be in Miami or Milwaukee, because he's from Wisconsin. Oh, okay. I was going to say, why Milwaukee? Um, yeah. So, or maybe but... he wants to go team up with Chet <laughs> in Houston, Texas. <laughs> you want that one? Dude, I want... <laughs> Any of the good forwards, just just think about like. You'll get good barbecue food, but I'm thinking of like oh for the forward. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, oh, you could hero would be good for them. Yeah, I, I don't we think you could be that picky. Yeah. We got a lot of guards. And also, he's more of like a win now guy. Like, yeah. It, it would be fun to watch. Like he's very young, but I also feel like he wouldn't go there. One, that, two, like, logically, he can't make too much more of a progression, I feel like. like 21-4-4 four and four is what he has on the season. I'm not sure how much better he's going to get. That's true. Because, uh, His thing- defense, though, is improved. That's yeah. one area yeah. that he can still yeah. improve in. But As well as his passing, if you look at it, the like, he's just, he's already grown so much. Mm-hmm. He has, but, like, he's never going to be good enough to be, like, a primary ball handler. 
Um, and so he's always going to be like the scoring first two guard that. I don't know. I think it'll depend. Because yeah. at the he's same time, Bam player. is very young still. And you yeah, have. Bam's what, like 24? Yeah. yeah. Which is insane. So if you have him and Bam as your core, like Jimmy and Lowry aren't that young. They're old as dirt. <laughs> I think Not Jimmy's, as dirt. I was gonna say, don't you Jimmy's think he'll 30, retire soon? He's like thirty-five. Don't you think Jimmy will retire soon though, and then soon? that opens? I don't know. I don't know how soon, because he's getting paid like forty million dollars. How? Like for the next three years. Oh, I was gonna say how long his contract I is, think. but I think that's worth. It's one of the worst contracts in the league right now. I'd say. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, he's a he's a good player, but he just like he got re-signed at that time right before COVID where the cap just, like, spiked up. And so everyone was just throwing money out willy-nilly. And then, like, everything kind of froze and stopped. And so, like, the cap's been, like, fluctuating since. Um, I don't know. There was a inside source in one of my... That spoke in one of my classes that um, was talking about the um, potential expansion that, you know, the reports have said isn't going to happen, but yeah. Inside Guy is like, that probably will... It's going to be a big discussion this this summer. Yeah, I, I feel as if... Seattle and Las Vegas. Yeah, I feel as if... And if that happens, the league will make a lot of money. They'll make a lot of money. And the cap will go up. Yeah. And also, teams will be able to get off contracts without having to give anything up. Because of the... Uh... Draft. Yeah. Yeah. Because if both teams come in at the same time, presumably each team's going to have one player taken from their roster. And so, you know, if they're able to protect eight guys or whatever, you can leave bad contracts at bad young players. So teams could either take a guy on a bad contract, try and, like, rehabilitate him or use him as a trade sh- like trade ship, or take right. a bad young guy and suck for five years. Or- Rebuild. Yeah. I, if Seattle comes back into the league, KD goes to Seattle. I don't know. KD doesn't seem like the type of guy to have that sort of, like, emotional connection to a city he played in for two or three years. That's true. I don't know. Where's he from? He's been, like, the biggest proponent of them bringing D.C. Oh, okay. He's He's not playing for the Wizards. He's he's from D.C., played at UT. I know where he played at UT, yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, so I do want to talk about, um, obviously the NCAA tournament, which is starting soon. I believe we're in selection Sunday is Sunday. Sunday, Yeah. Yeah. I believe we're what in the middle of, um, tournament season. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Indiana beat Illinois today. That was nice. Auburn went down to (laughs) A&M, which was hilarious. That was so, Yeah. I mean, they came back at the end, but it still was sucky. They still lost. I know. Uh, Duke only beat Syracuse <laughs> by, what, nine? And that was without Syracuse's best nine. player, yeah. Obviously, he should have been playing because he, like, punched a dude, but still. <laughs> um, uh, Baylor lost to Oklahoma. Um, like, we've got a lot Gators of... Gators lost. Yeah, we've yeah. got a lot of solid upsets early on. And that means teams are doing stuff because now indiana will be in the tournament they were on the bubble gators are on the bubble still they are what was the record this year 
Um, Cripplingly mediocre. That's what I thought. Ah, that's accurate. <laughs> I want to know who's coming out of the Big East because there are a ton of teams in there that are on the bubble. Uh, Creighton and Providence are playing right now. I see I that. I, I'm uh, looking at that game. That's why that game. Yeah. Hey, maybe we should go to the UConn-Villanova game afterwards. Yo, can we? How much are tickets? I don't know. That's a U job. Look it up. I am looking it up. Um, Damn, they're expensive. Makes sense. Yeah. Because uh, it's UConn. Yeah. And it's at MSG. Yeah. We can go to Barclays. We can watch Virginia Tech we and can UNC. We can go link up with Josh. He's <laughs> ditching us, by the way, to watch Duke basketball. Um, can't really blame him. I'd probably be doing the same thing if Tennessee was playing here. But they play. Maryland plays in Indiana. Plays in Indiana? Yeah, Big Ten's always in Indianapolis. Okay. okay. Thought you were saying plays in no, they lost yesterday to yeah. Michigan State. Yeah, that's why I was like, hey, wait a minute. No, no. You guys suck. <laughs> no, I know we suck. Listen, we might be getting the Providence coach. That's not one of their contenders. We'll see. Yeah. Wait, so Syracuse had two two of them playing together? Oh, two of the Bayheim kids? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they have um, two. <laughs> one sucks. What, Jim Bayheim Jr.? Yeah. Third or... Uh, what have, that Bayheim one Bayheim played well the other night. He did. Yeah, but, but that's a rare occasion. Yeah. Yeah, I've brother, always liked watching Buddy. Wait, is it his brother or... Like, one, I thought one was... uncle, something. One was know. a nephew, I thought. Sure. I don't know. I know Related coach, people. Yeah. Yeah, if your name's Bayheim and you play at Syracuse, you're probably related. The, the coach's son. Yeah. Like you're getting minutes no matter what. <laughs> Yo, you're Coach K's guy, grandson doesn't get guy, minutes at Duke. <laughs> you're the guy taking the the free throws. Yeah. So what is what are things shaping up as? Like, do we? I mean, Tennessee's up right now. No balls, baby. They'll be in the tournament no matter what. Well, though. yeah, because they're a top twenty-five. I team, know that. Certain people in this. My team sucked. Listen, we just need a good coach, someone that can recruit and not run an offensive set. That's hail mary. So you I'm just saying. Someone who understands college basketball. <laughs> yeah, which was not Mark Turgeon. He came from A and M. The SEC. I think right now. Uh. I, I want Texas A&M to go on a run. No. <laughs> For no other reason other than I think that'd be so funny if they're SEC champions. I I think Arkansas is still in it. They would be good. Um, What's the matchup right now? Yeah. So, it would be... Arkansas, Arkansas A&M. I think... Arkansas beat LSU. Yeah, it, it would yeah. be one of Texas A&M, Arkansas, Mississippi State, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, or Kentucky. So, Tennessee will probably end up winning it. I don't know. Kentucky... Kentucky's good. Kentucky and Tennessee would actually be matching up in the like in the next round, which would be a really interesting game because Tennessee beat Kentucky at the end of the season. So, yeah. Like, if I recall correctly, it was a it was a pretty chippy game. Was what like, was he's? I'm just looking over your phone uh, now. It's so much easier. Seventy six, sixty three. Um, but that's, I think Tennessee's offense is better than Kentucky's. Yeah, well, Tennessee's defense is a lot better, and that's why yeah. they won the game, is they held Kentucky. Kentucky to 63 points. Which, yeah. Was that their lowest of the season? If not, it was close Probably to it. Close. Yeah. Um, no, that's why I think Tennessee will come out, because I don't think anyone left can match up to Tennessee's defense. Balls, Ooh. Um, except they're currently tied to... <laughs> Mississippi State. State. Oh, that's right. 
That's why I think, because, I don't know, I think it'd be funny if it ends up being... It's just, it's just tournament season, you know? That's, you, you yeah. can never get too confident. And then ACC, I'm hoping it's not Duke. They're playing a team right now that beat them in the regular season. Um, the U. Yeah, roll Canes. And then if UNC wins their game and they win their ga- this game, they'll be playing UNC, who also just beat them. Yeah. Um... Yeah. I am just praying on Duke's downfall. <laughs> we all are. Just, uh, like, I saw... Except for so, Josh. So... <laughs> the real... The think... whole... um. You know what made me laugh today? The the report about... Because um, Alex Caruso's almost back. Uh-huh. The report that, like, Grace and Alan didn't <laughs> even reach out to him. <laughs> no, on, on, a, on the same line as that, um, when Buddy Beheim punched the guy, I saw a bunch of... People of uh, Duke allegiance. <laughs> um, not even sure if you can call them people, just Dukies. Um, that Josh would retweet on my timeline saying, Oh, if Buddy Beheim was on Duke, that would be the number one trending topic and talked about everywhere. When one, it was talked about on ESPN halftime shows after it happened. Two, it was the number one trending topic on Twitter. <laughs> It was a midday game, and if you hit trends for everybody, it was Syracuse trending with Buddy Beheim punch. <laughs> like they're just mad because it was a midday game. They're like, not everyone's ju- like in the sense of not everyone's jumping on it, even though it was at like two p.m. Yeah, on a Thursday. Because unlike, unlike certain people who attend certain universities, a lot of other people are employed. <laughs> So they're just not sitting on Twitter complaining about basketball all day. <laughs> I'm unemployed, so I know how that goes. But you're also a student, so it's fine. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> I need to get a job. <laughs> or like an internship or something. I'm working on it. Um, I believe in you. Yeah, we probably... Should end soon. We can soon. keep this going we on cheap seats. Yeah, we got a few minutes Yeah. It. I'm thinking, who's going to come out of the Big Ten? I'm thinking... Big Ten isn't real. Purdue. Purdue's a good team. They are, but the Big Ten is not real. It's just not. Listen, I think the ACC is a shell of what it used to be more than the Big Ten. Okay, but... Did Michigan lose? You, you, okay. You mean to tell me Indiana... I'm not... Coming back from, like, down 20 (laughs) against Michigan and then beating Illinois... And I'm supposed to take this as a serious conference? Okay, but I'm saying the teams are actually good and can compare with each other more so know. than other conferences. I don't know. I, I think, I think Rutgers like, going I think on their weird like, run was... just like all ass, you know? No, but listen, I mean, Michigan's not good this year. Illinois is good. Purdue is one of the best teams in the country, but that's also because they have the big guy. I don't... I think Illinois is overrated, but they're still top Purdue, twenty-five. Good Purdue. Purdue. Jaden Ivy, but Jaden Ivy also has a tendency to, if he gets cold, he will get. It. But they have Williams coming off of the bench, which is good. He's yeah. a great six man for but them. Like, I don't here. I don't think anybody coming out of the Big Ten is winning. But I when people I don't say think this, watching the Big Ten is winning. Um, <laughs> but let me say this. It's not I'm sorry, but when Josh thinks, like, the ACC has no good teams left outside of Duke, and maybe UNC sometimes. UNC's good. But UVA is not that good anymore. 
they were like two years ago. But two years ago, I'm saying now. I'm saying this season. UVA is not that good. Syracuse. These are all historically good conferences. I mean, teams. Syracuse not and that Syracuse great. Syracuse always has that devil magic zone that apparently. <laughs> I was gonna say college level basketball, basketball players can't play against. Beat a two three zone. <laughs> I mean, they struggle in the NBA sometimes. Yeah, but that's different because it's like. Teams, the Heat pull teams, it out. Yeah, teams will switch to the zone when a team's, like, rolling with their offense and they need to send a different defensive look. Yeah, the Syracuse Warriors. Just they roll out with that, yeah. Every single They roll out. That's possession. what they're going to do the first, yeah. Like, that's all That's all Jim Beheim does. He's one of them. Isn't he zone. up on the most winningest coaches? Yeah. yeah. He has, He's right behind Coach K, I, I thought. he has, like, 999 wins right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think had they beaten Duke, he, that would have been, been his a thousand. Win. Oh, that would have been such a good win. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Sarah, who I else like is Sarah in that? Hughes. I almost went there. Got a good scholarship. Go there. Orange, baby. How did you say it? <laughs> say Go orange, orange properly. Orange. Orange. Like orange. orange. Or you could say it like what's what's the New New York way they say it? Orange. No, they <laughs> have like a weird like you know the like. Like orange. Like, I don't you know, know how they say like salsa. I don't. I don't really. I try not to talk to people that have thick New York accents. You're from Boston. I know where I'm. I know the Boston park accents. A car in Harvard Yard. You can't park a car in Harvard Yard. <laughs> That's what you sound like. Right now. The Boston accent is rough. Yeah. And I grew up in the South. I was like, I... Was, I, I was literally okay. in Boston a week ago, and thank God I'm not anymore. <laughs> the Boston accent isn't that bad, hard to understand, in my opinion. It's just annoying. I didn't say it wasn't annoying. I said it wasn't That's hard to understand. to me about, like... Some guy was trying to convince me Jason Tatum's a top five player in the league. Jason Tatum's a top ten player. Top five is different, though. I know. You top say top five, five, five that means, different. like... Embiid, Jokic, Giannis, Durant, KD, KD Steph. Yeah. No, Which that's one what I'm... those comes off? None. None of those. That's why I'm saying, I, yeah. Exactly. Boston fans are a different breed. KD yeah. when he's healthy. Because they're... <laughs> they're racist. That's not even where I was going with that. Well, at least it's not like Alabama where they're a different breed that's all related <laughs> to each other. Dude, you grew up in the middle of nowhere in Florida. Yeah, I That's think like it's in the middle the of nowhere in Florida. Thing. Wait, you know what? Yeah. Actually, I live in Boca. That's still the middle of nowhere. No, it's if not. It's not. If it's not Miami, <laughs> I'm an hour from Miami. That's way too far away. <laughs> if it's not Miami, Orlando, Tampa, or Jacksonville, it's not. If real. anything, <laughs> the place I grew up in the middle of nowhere was when I was in South Carolina. That makes sense. Yeah, but South Carolina is an absolutely lovely place, and I want some cookout right now. It's <laughs> not a lovely place. It is. A, it it's is a gorgeous. Place for food. The food is and pretty palm good. Trees. Palm trees. Yeah, there's palm trees. Palmetto trees. Yeah. I was going to say, palm trees. You know what I love? I love the marshlands there. You know what I love? Us being on time Time for our live show. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty, everyone. Thanks for listening. We will be back with you. Hopefully, hopefully, maybe uh, via Zoom uh, to break down the tournament. Uh, So, yeah. Listen to the Cheap Seats live on WNYU. 89.1 89.1 FM. Gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! 
and he trusted us and he made us feel so good. He made us feel so good. And he passed me the ball. He never passed me the ball. And he passed me the ball. Kobe passed me the ball. I need a little bit more dose of nasty. Bawale for the win. Splits the defense behind the back. Fires a three. Oh, he puts it in. What a spectacular move. Thanks for listening to Hoops and Scoops on WNYU 89.1 FM. We'll catch you next week.